0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Talked a bit about class actions recently, and CNBC has a story here. A whole bunch of people to me because the numbers are huge. 3M, the company 3M, faces more legal headaches after $6 billion earplug settlement. $6 billion earplug settlement. I've seen a lot about this in the news, and I seem to recall even seeing ads asking, you know, were you injured after using these earplugs and them not working the way you thought they should have. Uh, so Seema Modi wrote this, and 3M is on the verge of ending the largest mass tort litigation in U.S. history, but is still facing other expensive legal headaches. The company said Tuesday that it settled roughly a quarter of a million plaintiffs in a $6.01 billion deal. $6.01 I I I could do the math but that 0.01 here is significant. Military veterans and service members allege that 3M manufactured defective earplugs that resulted in hearing loss when people used them in loud environments. I am confident that this more than 6 billion dollar settlement will receive full and overwhelming support not just because it holds 3M accountable but more importantly because it provides just and deserved compensation to our veterans says the court-appointed lead plaintiff's counsel to CNBC. And you might go, wait, Steve, they get court-appointed lawyers now? Well, no, (laughs) this is a little different than what you get when you're charged with a criminal offense. Um, What happens is somebody files a class action and says, we have this case, we think it's a class. Quite often, several people file similar class actions. Or several people file similar actions involving the same defendant and the same allegations. with different plaintiffs. And when it becomes apparent that a class is appropriate, the court will say, okay, how about this? One attorney will take the lead on this, and all of you can work on it. And if they can't settle amongst themselves, the court might say, okay, you, you're the class attorney who's going to lead this. So while news of the settlement relieves one big legal overhang, 3M is still waiting approval of its $10.3 billion settlement with water utilities over drinking water contaminated with uh, forever chemicals. That settlement, which is facing pushback from more than 20 states, only covers a subset of liabilities and does not include a growing list of states that have also sued 3M, nor does it include personal injury claims. So Capstone estimates 3M's total liability on them forever chemicals at nearly $30 billion, which is well beyond all the various existing settlements in place. 3M has also faced lawsuits from countries such as the Netherlands and Belgium over PFAS contamination. Europe continues to weigh a decision on whether to ban PFAS chemicals altogether. Now, here in the U.S., the Environmental Protection Agency is considering labeling PFAS a hazardous chemical. Experts say that could lead to more testing and a better understanding of just how pervasive that chemical is. To fund its settlements, 3M has cut costs, including eliminating 8,500 jobs, which is about 10% of its workforce this year. Now, what's interesting is I, of course, live in Michigan, of course. And (laughs) right now, there's a few people going, wait, why would I think that's an obvious thing? Now I'm always talking about Detroit and the car companies because I grew up in the, you know, near Detroit, which is the Motor City. Can't forget the Motor City. So w- whenever there was an economic downturn, I'm talking about the last 50 years, they'd be on the news, they'd say, well, things are getting tight over at Ford, so they laid off 5,000 people to save money. General Motors laid off 9,000 people and they're saving money. And we used to always joke and say, well, why don't you lay them all off and make a lot of money? <laughs> it's a joke. The industrial giant is also planning to spin off its high performing healthcare business by the end of 2023 or early 24. JP Morgan analyst expects that transaction to bring in seven to nine billion dollars in cash flow for 3M. Much debate has been centered around 3M's dividend, which pays investors 6.1%. JP Morgan, UBS, and RBC are among the Wall Street firms that have mentioned that 3M's dividend is at risk. Our expectation is that 3M will lower the dividend following the spinoff of the uh, healthcare unit. Uh, UBS analysts wrote that in a note to clients on Monday. And that's an interesting angle. A lot of people buy stocks hoping to flip them quickly. Or they sell stocks. You know, they buy, sell, buy, sell, buy. So they're they're, they're doing this thing where they buy it and they try to sell it really quick and try to make a profit. And they're trying to anticipate market movement. Other people, long-term investors, will buy a stock and they'll say, I'm going to buy this stock simply because they make a good product. And if they make a good product, they've got cash flow and they, and they make a profit and they pay dividends, well, that seems like a good investment. So that's the long-term view versus the short-term view. And I can tell you that one of my favorite stories about that is there was a mine, a copper mine in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan in Hancock, Michigan. If you ever go there today, as you drive towards the town up on top of the hill, you can still see the shaft house. Very, very distinctively shaped building. It's been there since the early 1900s. And uh, Quincy Mine was called Old Reliable. Old Reliable. And it's not just that the uh, mine kept running. The mine paid dividends. They paid dividends like it was their job. It was, like, it, was, <laughs> it was their reason for being. And business is slow, you still pay dividends. Business is good, you pay dividends. Pay dividends. And I mean, people bought Quincy stock going, I, they just pay dividends. They're always, and eventually, Quincy went out of business. But for quite some time, they were known as you can buy stock in other copper mines. If you want regular dividends, you buy Quincy. The timeline for the business transaction seems to be on track with 3M announcing last week that Zimmer Biomet, uh, their CEO, will be joining the company as CEO of its healthcare business. In that same announcement, it was revealed that current chief financial officer uh, added president to his title. In a note to clients, an RBC analyst said this arguably positions him as the heir apparent to the current CEO. Now, that CEO has been leading 3M for five years, which got them, of course, through the COVID era, during which a shortage of the company's N95 respirators quickly became a global crisis He also had to oversee the company through the earplug and PFAS litigation, plus pushback from a top shareholder on the underperformance in the stock. And that's one of those things that there's a board and there's stockholders and there can be people out there with large enough chunks of stock where they can make noise that the board's got to listen to. And so there's always this debate is that when you're coming up on the end of a quarter, Do you pay a dividend or not? Because if you choose not to, stockholders get angry. But if you do, it might leave you short of cash. And so there's this tension going on all the time as to how you run your company if it's a publicly traded corporation like this and you have to answer to your stockholders. Shares of 3M have fallen 48% since this man was appointed CEO back in 2018. During that same time frame, The XLI Industrials ETF has rallied 50%. Now, the stock rose 1% on Tuesday, which very well could have been a response to this settlement uh, being more widely known and looking like it might resolve at least one of the big problems faced by 3M. But yeah, $6 billion with roughly a quarter of a million plaintiffs. So we could divide that up to figure it out. But, of course, we have to know what the attorneys are going to get on that, and I suspect it's a larger number also. So Seema Modi wrote that for CNBC. And, again, 3M faces more legal headaches after a $6 billion earplug settlement. Gets one thing off the plate, but they got more to go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Did you try turning it off and on again?